Good day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tense. Starring the tense. Star- the, uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. Ha-ha! The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right, welcome back to another episode of The Podcast. My name is The Ted Smith. I'll be hosting this here podcast. Greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, in the bottom square, coming live from Juanita. Goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? Brat, brat, Juanita in the house. Uh, what's going on? Um... Yeah, that threw me. I wasn't expecting you to shout out my hometown, but uh, <laughs> hell yeah, man. <laughs> Demand way, Catholic, let's go. <laughs> Cobb, I blame you. Last week on the men's room, we had a topic about, like, what do people, like, get on your names about? So, like, somebody called in and said their name was Brandy. Like, I'm not going to start singing Brandy, the song or whatever. But some guy calls in and says his name was Sean Paul, and I just go, Sean DePaul. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, God damn it, I don't even like him that much. It just, it's just because I hang out with you. <laughs> Dude, Sean DePaul is a great artist, man. Underrated. Same with the, uh, who did I get into recently? Oh, I've been listening to a lot of Pitbull while I run recently, too. Honestly, underrated guy. <laughs> All right, well, let's go over to the original Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Matt Cover, the producer of CTP. Wow. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted, thanks for that intro. I mean, yeah, I I enjoyed the title before Pitbull, Pitbull came along and stole it. But, you know, you know, I bet you and Pitbull are actually pretty similar in size. Dude, I mean, I could see it. He's he seems incredibly likable. I, I He was in town. We didn't see him, but I, I regret it a little bit. Hopefully I'll catch him next time. He's yeah. He's like, I, I like seeing, you know, a, a short, like, you know, bald dude just crushing it. Like, it's fun. It's good energy. Like, it is. And like, there's a lot of rappers and entertainers I like, but I'm like, I don't think they'd be cool to hang out with. Pitbull like gives off the energy that like you feel like if you were like somehow made it into like a VIP room where he was, he'd be like, hell, yeah, get a drink, get some champagne. <laughs> like, all right, Pitbull, like I'm in. Dude, I thought he was tall this whole time. He looks big in all those photos. He's five nine. So I'm saying, like, he's five nine. I bet Matt's probably like uh more swole. That's what I'm saying. Like, Pitbull's like our height. And like, I'd have to imagine. I mean, that dude looks like he's in pretty good shape. I have to imagine shirtless Pitbull is a, a, a sight to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we have some updates on the last cast. Uh, reverse centaur. That look has gone away. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? It's got the same girl. Uh, no, no. Okay, Luckily, I was going to so- say, I didn't want to embarrass her out of that kink, dude. That was a gold mine. <laughs> no, I did have to ask somebody this weekend. Like, have you listened to my latest podcast? They're like, no, why? And I was like, good. <laughs> yeah, don't. <laughs> But I had uh, I had a buddy over this weekend and he was like, where is that horse head? So I had to dig through all my Burning Man stuff that that horse head was like was not in good shape. So it's the, the horse head is gone. Wow. End of an era, some would say. End of an era. <laughs> That's tough, Ted. How are you doing? <laughs> you know, I'm good with it. I forgot I still had it. I was just like, I got these two containers of Burning Man stuff. Dig in there. Is it in there? But it was like it, it like melted together. So you couldn't like open it and put it on. <laughs> Uh, Ted, your life is a real mystery to me sometimes. 
<laughs> but it's also funny. So my buddy was like, dude, I don't care if that was my horse head, whether you had sex in it or not, I'm taking it back. And I was like, yeah, that seems like the honest. It's not like it was all my. <laughs> well, we don't know that. <laughs> um, Yeah, I, I don't know, Matt, would you take it back? Would I take it back if yeah. if they if you said that right as you were handing it back to me? That was the one thing I wasn't clear about. Like it was right during the handoff that you were like, oh, by the way, right? Wait, should we we yeah. should do a quick refresh? So for people who didn't listen to the last episode, Ted was <laughs> using well, may or may not have been using a, a latex horse head in the bedroom with a female. Right. Okay. Everybody knows what these horse heads look like. They were huge a few years ago. So, right. She was like, well, put it on. We're having sex. I was like, all right. And then, Matt, you're correct. During the handoff back to my buddy, I said, oh, hey, by the way, this thing got me laid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I got to ask the the tough question here, which is had or have you guys had sex without the horse head or did she just brown bag you? Uh, Yes, I believe we had. But the horse head was a selling point. I mean, I got a lot of <laughs> I got a lot of use out of that horse head for a while. Not 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 just sexually. I mean, like it Amen. was funny just to hey, put on. Hey. And like, like Jesus Christ, bro. We don't oh. kink sham on this podcast. Okay, that so, was rule number four when I started on on this thing with you. <laughs> and, with, and, and I'm pretty sure somebody might have already bought the domain mascots misbehaving <laughs> or misbehaving mascots. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boys. What? What? God, sometimes I forget what we talked about. And then you play it back to me like that. I'm just it's it's embarrassing, but fun. Well, I had kind of forgotten about it, too. But then another friend hit me up and was like, that was pretty funny. Mike Hawk was like, yeah, you just nonchalantly dropped that in there. I was like, I didn't think it was a big deal. And then uh yeah, and then like my other friend who doesn't listen, he was like, "Well, I'm on this. He's on a text thread with me, and everybody's joking about it." So he's like, "I'll listen." So then, yeah. So then we had to find the horse head one night after a few beers. Well, dude, you know, I feel like your own skill came back to bite you because on this podcast, you do a good job of just soothing Matt and I into feeling like we're just having a conversation with you and you alone. So we reveal some of our darkest, most intimate secrets. And I think what happened is Matt and I got so comfortable that you let your guard down and you got comfortable. <laughs> you got high on your own supply to. Well, also sometimes with this podcast, right? Cause now we do it over zoom. So like, I'm just sitting in my house. It's not like, like I also full of, I mean, look, if you listen to the men's room, like I don't mind telling stories, but it's also very I'm very aware of the fact I'm on the air and in a studio, whereas now we're just kind of kicking it at home. A couple, cu- couple of the fellas talking. Exactly, man. Like it, it does. It is like uh, disarming a little bit, you know, feels like you're just chatting to your friends on Zoom, which obviously dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. This will be uh Excuse me. This will be the last uh, the podcast for the year as we head into the holidays. All right. Yeah. Nice. Thought, Cobb, I just assumed <laughs> one of you guys would have a thought, but no. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I was going to say first, first I've heard of it, but I didn't want to, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> yeah, it, it always catches me off guard. So, me too. Yeah. So, this is the holiday cast. It wow. is. It is. Wow. That just, okay. man, a 10 minute heads up. I had, Lord. I, okay. Let's good. See. I had four. Many, they're smaller ones, Reese's trees 
before the cast started. So I'm glad I was just being festive. Yep, I'm pipping oh, some man. red candy over here too. There are mini ones, but God, nice. So I'm festive. Yeah, <laughs> I threw. I mean, in the freezer. I'm sure, I could scrounge up a Christmas cookie around here somewhere. It's funny, like pe- <clears throat> people have already started dropping off Christmas cookies at work. Great, like uh, that's what's up. Yeah, Ashley came in with like four things of them yesterday, and then I was just like, we we got like three more emails. I was like, man, these cookies are good. That peanut butter cookie with the Hershey kiss in the middle. I mean, that's a oh. top tier Christmas God. cookie. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. What are those Ooh. things even called? I feel like I mean, they don't I, have a name. I believe it's a peanut butter blossom. Peanut butter blossom. Correct. Okay. That, all right. That makes sense to me. There's, I think there was a cookie for Ohio called the Buckeye that was similar to that. But now I don't really remember. So a Buckeye is a tiny peanut butter ball covered in chocolate. There you go. <laughs> See, that's my mascot guy. Mascots misbehaving. Okay. Well, and it looks like a Buckeye, but those things are delicious. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because a Buckeye is like a nut, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, you sound like you're on the fence about these Christmas cookies being dropped off. Is it? Oh, I mean, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's just like eat a normal lunch, eat a normal breakfast. And then I feel like this time of the year, it's like, yeah, I'll just have three cookies. Just got (laughs) to slide those in as well. That's dude. I've started to just embrace that. I get fat in the winter. You know, I'm probably up like 15 pounds during the popcorn season. And that's just who I am, dude. I, ask me what I had for dinner, boys. What'd you have for dinner? Taco Bell, three items, a chalupa, a, a cheesy gordita crunch and a taco. That's how we're mm. living out here on the east side, boys. There's drive throughs everywhere. Hard or soft. So the meal comes with a hard taco, but I think under normal circumstances, I may have gone soft, but so it was a hard taco. Tell you what, there's a special place in my heart for the just standard soft taco from Taco Bell. Yeah, I remember back in the day, God, this is going to date me and sound weird, but when you could do like 10 taco box, I think I want to say it was 10 bucks. Did you guys I mean, have that on the East Coast? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, they still have the party packs. I just don't know what they cost now. Yeah, the $10, 10 taco pack I always felt was just a crazy value. Little did I know. <laughs> I mean, to look to this day, I talk about one. Of, I mean, I got to look up what year it came out, but I remember uh, my brother took me to see Pulp Fiction with like a friend of his, which was like a crazy movie to see. Right. I'm I'm like 12 or 13. Oh, yeah. I just, I just remember we went to Taco Bell after that, like 11 o'clock at night and got double decker tacos. I was like this. I'm an adult. This, this is what adults do. You go to the, you go see movies like Pulp Fiction and you eat fucking late night Taco Bell. Yeah, you do what you want. Dude, that double decker was good, too, man. We used to even make those at the house. My brother was obsessed with them. That's like a, a soft taco with refried beans wrapped around the shell of a hard taco and then filled like a regular taco, right? Dude, yeah, and I'm with you. Me and Burris used to try to recreate them when we lived together, too, man. Same thing. Yeah, that was a real hit item. I uh I feel like Matt got me more into like hype items at restaurants. Like he buys like what whatever people are selling, he'll buy crazy ass. Dude, he'll take a dice roll. Dude, did you guys like the Doritos tacos when those came out? Yes. They, they stuck around, right? Like I I don't go to Taco Bell regularly enough. Um I I always love taco time. But the once I moved to Washington, I saw that as a big upgrade. So um, but the Taco Bell I always liked their bean and cheese burrito growing up. And then agreed. Right. Like 
that was that little bean burritos delicious man god it's so good um and then yeah when the doritos tacos hit just like you're saying Cobb, and then baja blast they had two between the baja blast and the doritos tacos like two home runs in my uh in my book but the, what's uh, what's the baja blast the mountain dew exclusive fl- flavor oh nice <laughs> right i mean like it got so big that like mountain dew was like we'll give taco bell its own flavor yeah literally both those things stuck around on the menu so i hesitated to even consider them as like you know but i loved them both right when they came out as the limited edition things and then yeah they're just such homers that yeah they're still there i mean i'm not usually huge on specific drinks from places but that cherry limeade at sonic man that thing hits <laughs> like, like yeah. it's worth going to Sonic just to get a cherry limeade. Oh, boys, just another holiday cast talking about foods. I also would be remiss if I didn't mention that uh, I love taco time. Great place here in the Northwest. Obviously, like it's different than Taco Bell, but I feel like I feel like Taco Bell is kind of a like a different urge. You know yeah, what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, the Taco Bell urge is like more primal. You know what I mean? Like taco time is a little more refined and maybe you've been hiking or something. It's a little more like Northwest specific taco bell is like, you know, you're not going in there with a high self-esteem. You're not going in there feeling great about yourself dude. (laughs) on your best day. You're not going to taco bell for lunch, but it does sort of satisfy that. Like I want to hide from the world and just, you know, eat this like a rat in my van type craving. Oh, that sounds very personal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. That's what this cast is all about. <laughs> I was just going to shout out Jack in the box because I think they probably actually took that spot and they have the tacos. And then it's like, I can get two amazing trashy tacos and a chicken sandwich with bacon. Like, oh, wow. And they had mozzarella sticks for a little while. They always have fun little limited edition things you can add on to the staples. So I would say Jack in the box actually took what, what Taco Bell would be for, for a lot of people for me, but Jack in the box and Taco Bell to me have the same issue, right? Jack in the box is actually good burgers and stuff, but they have all those little side items that before you leave, it's like, Oh man, I bought like five things. Yeah, that's true. And Ted shouted out when he did at the beginning of the cast, I will say Jack in the box has been holding it down. And Juanita for a long time is our only source of late night food. So I've had a bunch of those weird side items that they have. And I think I've told you guys this, but I told you about like the illegal hustle being run out of the Jack in the box, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So same Jack in the box and Matt, you're right. Their tacos are just, they're like dirty, but like, like they put a, just a, actually I'll say it. You know how like uh, you have like a slice of American cheese for burgers. Yeah, that's yeah. what they put in those tacos before they cook them. Like, it's just like it's kind of grungy, but like they're so good, man. It's amazing. Yeah. Right. I mean, look, everybody knows I love blondes, right? But once in a while, you just want to watch a video and she's got black hair. She's all tatted up. It just feels dirty. Like, that's what it, that's what those 99 cent tacos feel like. Yeah, this sounds personal. <laughs> Ted, I feel like we found a new outlet for you in the last two weeks. And I feel like you should be spending more time at those like equestrian jump and show shows. You know what I mean? Like, I think horse girls could be a real new outlet for you. Horse girls are insane. Horse women are insane. I don't disagree with you, Ted. But, you know, 
look, man, we're never going to survive unless we get a little crazy. Seal said it best. Okay. And I feel like if ever, I mean, you found a niche, dude. Not every guy has the, the, you know, fortuity, fortuitous circumstances to find their niche. And like, you could be that guy. You could be that mistake, Ted. Like Palm Springs, man. You're going down there. The polo grounds, big horse show. You know, it's just. Oh, you give me a week. I'll take a crash course to figure out some polo. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, God, I hate. Why do we even get into this, dude? But you like, you know, that some of those women have a secret urge to sleep with a man in a horse mask. Okay. (laughs) That's not a big stretch to the imagination. Am I wrong here? Matt, am I talking crazy? No, no, it doesn't. No, I don't think it sounds crazy at all. I mean, <laughs> Ted's. I could be there, black hair, tattooed, dirty taco. <laughs> That's what I mean. It is sort of a weird, you know, proxy for a relationship. You know, having a relationship with a, um, with a horse, like just a, you know, like riding a horse, or whatever. But I just feel like, Ted, we got a real chance to see you shine here. You know, and these things don't come across every day. I mean, this feels like a real opportunity. So, you know, just think about it. Yes, horse girls are crazy, but, you know, crazy girls are good in bed. So it's like one plus one, you know, might equal two. These are crazy times. Yeah, these are crazy times, dude. He's, Matt's right. I don't like the kid, but he's got a point. Lean okay? into it, crazy man. Times. Embrace chaos. Yep. Embrace who you are, dude. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> crazy times calls for crazy solutions sometimes <laughs> man yeah man i really found my niche down there at the polo grounds actually uh <laughs> right. untapped resource yeah exactly oh, exactly dude because everyone you know the media all the guys the common zeitgeist is that horse girls are crazy that's where ted sees the untapped resource yep <laughs> oh it's I mean, almost too easy I, I see myself getting whipped a lot yeah, look, dude, you, you know, you're gonna have to take some damage. I, I feel right. like that's part of the course, but there's some very attractive women in the horse circuit. You know, they're a little crazy, but you know, you, I mean, you know, you're in your 40s now. I feel like we found, we struck oil, like we found an untapped resource. And here in this specific sect of the world, you know, the dating pool is still deep. It's as deep as you want to go, most likely. Well, everybody knows I have a thirst for equestrian. <laughs> We gotta get. You, uh, yeah. This Here feels like quench my equestrian thirst. <laughs> oh, Matt, could you imagine me, you, and Tyler sitting in an equestrian event at the Polo Grounds, dude, in Palm Springs, as I sip my champagne, dude? I'm here to quench my thirst for equestrian. Boys, this is a dating profile, specialty profile, waiting to happen around the Polo Grounds in Palm Springs. I mean, we'll never see Ted again, but yeah. won't you know? Wow. <laughs> yeah. I I dude, I mean I live down here, so it's very easy for me to see. Like Ted, whatever shirt you're wearing, I don't know if it's actually a V-neck or if the oh, it is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right? But so instead of a V-neck, you know, I'm just envisioning a collar on that and maybe it goes a little deeper cuz it's unbuttoned a few, you know, and you're just, you know, I mean, really put putting out the vibes. Like there's a lot oh, of yeah. A lot of those, like, it's not all the way to Miami vibes, you know, there's, it's, it's a little bit more, Cobb, how would you say it? I don't want to say distinguished because I haven't really been to Miami. Uh, I'm just saying like, you know, maybe you, you hang a horse keychain off of your belt loop or something like just a little something that lets the people who are in the know, know that you're, you know, <laughs> like you're just sending a sign. It's like, 
you know, you don't want to just fly the flag loud and proud, but you want to have a little something that if, if that's what women are looking for, you know, Hey, Ted Smith's here to help you. (laughs) Easy to spot. Yeah. I, I say it every year, but just based on this conversation, I feel like next year is going to be a good year for us boys. (laughs) I can feel it. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to figure out, I'll be like, well, of course everybody likes Nick Roldan. He's one of the best polo players ever. Oh yeah. I was <laughs> like, like oh, I gotta be honest. I don't know who that is. <laughs> nice dude. Yeah, just well, looked it up after he was done looking up plane tickets. I- <laughs> All right. So I, me being at the polo grounds in Palm Springs, I'd play it off. Be cool. But a little, uh, like not where you expect to see me, which brings me to a point I want to bring up tonight. <clears throat> Could Elon Musk have looked more awkward on stage with Dave Chappelle? Oh, my oh. God. Matt, you can go first, dude. I don't think he could have. Um, that was, I mean, to be fair, it was hilarious. <laughs> just It was awesome. Yeah, just not for the reasons they were expecting. <laughs> like, I don't know what they were expecting. But yeah, I mean, I love a good train wreck. It's, you know what I mean? Like you you just, and to have it on that stage, you know, with that big of a crowd and yeah, it was just very uncomfortable, but I just, I enjoyed every second of it. And I'm glad that dude snuck a phone in there or a camera. Like that's what I always hear about Chappelle shows is like, it's, you know, you got to put all your stuff you know, away or, you know, he's very strict about that, but this person, yeah, got it out there and God bless him. I mean, what were they expecting? Honestly, he comes on stage, just holds his hands up. And of course, right before he walks out, Dave Chappelle essentially buries him with the intro. Here's the richest guy on planet earth. Like that's, that is not going to make people fan. Like, it's not like, Hey, here's the guy who, you know, is trying to save the world with electric cars, or here's the guy who's trying to get us to Mars, or here's the guy who's trying to hook our brains up to the internet. He's like, here's the richest guy in the world. Boom. Instant booze from the entire crowd. I mean, I don't know what they thought was going to happen, but that was not it. What do you think, Ted? I think they've spent too much time hanging out with each other and patting each other on the back. And I love Dave Chappelle, but like, I mean, Chappelle even sounded awkward. He had to switch to like a kumbaya thing and talk, you know, talk about how how rich he was and he bought him a jetpack. It's like Twitter is not the real world. And I have said this for a while, like Twitter's a great source. You can get a lot of info out of it. You can get a lot of info out there. But like Twitter's not real. So like when I would read news articles on the Web and they would quote people from Twitter, I'm like, that's stupid. That's just somebody saying something. So I think Elon Musk. Legit thought, because he put out that tweet about his pronouns, like people are going to be like, oh, yeah, get him. And it's like, well, a lot of the bros on Twitter that tell you you're so great are just fucking dweebs. Talk about <laughs> Elon Musk re- reply, guys. Yeah. And then also, Elon, like nobody in that arena works for you. Like, you know what I mean? Like you always kind of have to clap for the GM or not GM, but like the president of your company or the CEO. <laughs> like. I paid a ticket to see see two comedians and you trot him out. Like who cares? Yeah, seriously. Like I have no idea what he thought was going to happen, but yeah, it is. I I think it's easy for people to get trapped in like 
that bubble, you know, where everyone around them is like a yes man and telling them how great they are. And like, that was some raw feedback, man. That was some raw feedback. Yeah. And like being rich doesn't make you cool. (laughs) And like, I mean, look, I could tell you personally, I have a friend who's, who's a hard worker. He's done very well in life and stuff, but he's awkward with people. And like, we would hang out all the time, you know, decent amount. And I'd always, you know, and I, he'd be like, well, I just don't like talking to people that much and this and that. But with his friends, he was a little more, I don't know, a little more chatty or whatever. And then finally, a couple of years ago, he's like, he texts me and he's like, I'm watching college football. I'm like, what the hell are you doing watching college football? And he's like, uh, yeah, I need to get out more and like interact with and be a human. Like, yeah, because same thing. He, you know, he's always working on stuff and, and he's done great, but it's like, right. Like nobody here works for your company. Like they're not just going to be built in like, yeah, that was funny. So I think Elon Musk just thought he could walk out there. I think I think Dave Chappelle thought it too. Like, oh, they'll love him and this and that. And it's like nobody cares. And nobody's super happy with all the extra ads on Twitter. I also still think like he just overpaid. Oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> right? oh, yeah. I still always like and and like I know people I know and respect that are like, isn't it funny how he trolls people on Twitter? I'm like, why do you think that? You tell me why it's funny. Yeah. Well, you know, as far as overpaying, I didn't look at the deal. I didn't look at their, you know, their income or revenue or anything like that. But I would say that there is a level beyond money. Like if he's, what do you pay? Like 30 billion, 38 billion, something like that. Right. 44. Yeah. Okay. So $44 billion. But, you know, there's a level where you're not like, how do I recoup my investment and like make it worth more? There's a level where you're like, okay, how can I, like, I have enough money. How can I control the narrative or the, you know, like political headwinds or whatever? It's like, he could make his money back on a tax break 10 years from now from influencing an election. You know, we don't know, but you look at like Jeff Bezos, same thing. He bought the Washington post. I want to say, is that accurate, Ted? Yes. Okay. So yeah, he bought the Washington post and it's like, why? It's like, well, all the politicians read that newspaper, you know, like they probably read the New York times. A lot of them look at the wall street journal, but they read the post cause they're in DC. So like you want undue influence. Like, you know, I doubt very much that that newspaper was trading on like a price to earnings ratio that made sense for him to buy it, but it's like, what game is he playing? So that that's the only thing I would say in in defense of Elon's purchases, one that's a lot of data to mine for an AI, which is involved in the AI world with, you know, uh, OpenAI, I think, and, or I'm not sure what's Neuralink. And yeah, I think he did do something with OpenAI. I don't know. I'm a little confused, but anyway, yeah, a lot of data to munch on for an AI. And then of course, you know, influence of one form or another, which I, I'm sure, you know, money is just sort of a proxy for power, right? And so he's after power really. And controlling Twitter is having power to some extent. It is. I'm also amazed that like <clears throat> people go on and on about the First Amendment. It's like Twitter's a private company. So he reinstated oh, yeah. some people and then he got rid of Kanye. He's Kanye's a fucking Nazi. And I said years ago on this podcast, I am fine. <laughs> right. I was like, one, one form of violence I'm fine with is punching a Nazi. <laughs> like, I'm not saying to punch oh, Kanye yeah. West. I'm just saying, like, remember the guy a couple years ago in Seattle was wearing an, a swastika armband and somebody decked him like, yeah, there's a reason we all agree on this one. I'm like, right. And, th- and I, I was just at Dachau. Like, you, people have limited ideas, but I've seen people again retweeting stuff like, can't believe Kanye got kicked off here. Like, I don't agree with his thoughts, but I th- what happened to free speech? And it's like, 
Number one, it's a private company. So has nothing to do with the First Amendment. Number two, he's talking like a Nazi. So that's how you get banned. And you're putting swastikas <laughs> out there, like pretty simple. And then like, if you want to fight or have an argument about that, like, cool, just leave me alone. We we have nothing to do with each other. He put a, swa- a swastika out there? Yeah, that's why he got. That's why oh Elon finally banned him. God. It was like, you're going too far. And then he put out his DMs with Elon. And he was just like, all right. <laughs> wow, <laughs> like, I didn't even, I just saw. Yeah, all I saw was like the interviews that he did. But yeah, you think about from Elon's perspective, like something like that, like that is power, like that he can cancel people or, you know, increase increase or decrease their reach, right? Like that's a lot of power to affect things. Like even, you know, maybe who knows if he even knew Kanye and now he can just, you know, DM Kanye correct uh, directly or whatever. But yeah, man, Kanye, uh, I don't know. Did you guys see the documentary on Kanye, the three-part documentary? No. It was really good. And it kind of like started to get me into like his early music and his lyrics. And then of course, right at that time, like five months ago, he just went, you know, bat s. And now it's pretty tough for anybody to be on board with that guy at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do you think it plays out, Ted? Like, is he gone forever or do we see a comeback? Does he what's what? I mean, what's look, I, I tried for a while because I was a massive fan of his music. But yeah, I, I. What's he going to come back to? I don't know. I mean, he he's done. I think a decent job of staying in the limelight. Whether it's like his ties with the Kardashians or his antics, the Donald Trump stuff, this stuff, whatever. I'm just wondering, like, does he at some point disappear off the radar? Or is he still touring and doing concerts? And I don't know what else he does and getting attention, basically. Or do you think finally the media is like? We're done with this guy next. I mean, I don't think it's the media. I think it's more of just like his audience is just not there. Mm. I mean, I thought he was insane when he was doing those Sunday services. I thought it was crazy that he went on TMZ and said slavery was a choice. Like he's oh done a God, lot I of, about that. He's done a lot of crazy stuff. I think the stuff with Kim Kardashian is completely insane. It's stalkerish to buy the house next door. And then it's like, so it's like, yeah, I'm not surprised he went full Nazi stuff like yeah, like be done with them. Like I, I never. I was always one of those people. Like ah, I'll listen to music. Like now I'm like I don't even know if I want to listen to his music anymore. So I'm sure he'll still do shows and there'll still be people that show up. But you know, it, it's just yeah, he's just he just he's gone. And I'm also sick and tired of people being like, well, he's having a mental health breakdown. Look, crazy people aren't always racist. Like I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying I think he's in great mental health, but like. That stuff, and now you're seeing more stories. Like, he's always had kind of these thoughts. You know what I mean? Like, everybody knows somebody that makes, like, a joke or something, and you're like, like, if you saw that, the one guy that makes those jokes all the time and then, like, is weird, and, like, like, man, I'm not shocked that guy got popped for being a racist. The same thing with Kanye. When you go back and look through it, it's like, uh, all right, dude. Yeah. Wait, I, I do have one question for you. That's It's a little bit of a setup, but, you know, it's the end of the year, man. Forgive me. Can't fire me until January. Is Kanye West a genius? No. Whole answer? <laughs> Just no. Yeah. I mean, I never. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That Bill Burr skit from like 2017 or 2016, when Bill Burr was like, he's like, he the guy calls himself a genius. Talking about one of his greatest regrets is that he never be able to see himself perform. 
And he and Bill Burr's like, <laughs> now imagine, that, oh my god! And, and Bill Burr goes, imagine that's a, a white guy, you know, like I can't believe I wouldn't be able to. And he like does like a German accent. And he's like, right, <laughs> like Bill Burr called it years ago. Like that stuff is ridiculous to say, and yeah, it's not like it's, it's one thing to be like. And let's be honest, man. Like I get it. We have friends at all bottom, but like. I still don't think the Yeezy is a good looking shoe. Okay. Like, that's where you get me on board, dude. That's what I've been saying. I feel like I've secretly harbored that for years and I just wasn't able to say it. Cause I was like, people love these things. No need to like break down anything that people are into. Those shoes are ugly, man. Just right here, right now on this podcast. Yeezys are ugly. Never liked the shoe. Yeah. And then like his main thing, like when he was doing those Sunday services, he was, I was like, you're selling fucking hoodies. For like $400 and it's like this is a new look a baggy hoodie like god damn it everybody like people have been wearing baggy hoodies for <laughs> years like so that's what I'm like no I don't think he's a genius I think he's I think he's a hell of a producer for music I think he was a good rapper but it's like I mean it's like it's like take an athlete if an athlete says like I'm an artist I'm a genius on the field like fine but I, I don't know. That statement in itself, I don't know that I think anybody is a genius. I mean, maybe Einstein, but it's like, do I think he's a genius? No. I think he sold a lot of people, and and I don't like to use the term the media, but like, right, like, that's just the way it goes now. You got to get clicks and everything else. So it's like when Kanye was Kanye, everybody's like, oh, he's this, he's that. And it's like, it's a freaking idiot. Ted, how could you be so heartless? <laughs> All right. I know. <laughs> oh man well, as long as we're on this topic anybody else shocked that the liver king was juicing oh my god no dude okay god that guy dude i didn't even know who the liver king was until this whole thing came out i think i had seen like a thumbnail or something of that guy but he is just jacked beyond all get out and and like I feel like I've always had an eye for like who's on the juice. You know what I mean? Like I just, you know, I swam for a long time. I've seen a lot of guys without their clothes on. Don't clip, don't clip just that. But uh yeah, it's like you can just tell when somebody's juicing or on something. So of He's course 45. Like, yeah, Liver King comes out and they're like make it like a big thing, like, oh, we found out he's on steroids. And it's like that guy. You had to like go through and research if that guy was on steroids. Like, look at his freaking body. It's like exploding out of his skin. Ted, were you surprised? I was not. And Rogan had been calling him out for years, but he would go on podcast after podcast that everything was like all natural. What was it? The something like I don't know, like you know, his his tenets of what he did because he ate raw meat and he lived like a caveman and this and that. I mean, the dude was making millions, but like, right, Rogan always called him out. And it's like, I, I've always had this simple theory, right? And actually, I got this one from Miles from the men's room. <laughs> Years ago, we were at the gym. And keep in mind, Miles played college football at West Virginia, right? So he's at, that's a high level of athletics. And I go, man, those guys are massive. I wonder if they do steroids. And he just was like, yeah, if, if you think somebody does steroids, generally they are. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I'm with you. Like, in no way was I shocked the Liver King was juicing. Yeah, a guy, a 45-year-old with an eight-pack? No. Dude, I I saw people that took them and, like, didn't get that great of results. Like, they just weren't. I was like, really? Huh. All yeah, right. You still have to work hard. Yeah. You still, right, still got to actually go do the work. That's what I'm saying. It's like everybody literally pretends like steroids are a magic pill, and they're not. But, yeah, uh, 
Yeah, I'm not defending it. Um, I just, especially when you lie about it, like go out there and be like, yeah, dude, it's fine. Like, I've never heard The Rock try and say he wasn't on steroids. Yeah, well, and dude, and this is where I get controversial. I don't know that he's addressed it, though. And, and listen, Matt, I agree 100%. And like, look, it, you're not a pro athlete. Like, I don't care. And for injuries, steroids help a lot. Like, and, and like Rogan doesn't lie about all the stuff he takes and everything else. So I'm like, hey, if you want to do a cycle, do it, whatever. But like, people would ask him, be like, this is all natural because I eat raw liver. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that and the steroids. So this is where <laughs> I take a controversial stance. I think it's going to piss Ted off. But all right. So this is where I come to the defense of Lance Armstrong because Lance Armstrong was on EPO. Okay, which makes you produce more red blood cells. You can carry more oxygen to your muscles and you can take more lactic acid away, right? So major advantage. But like Matt was saying with steroids, or maybe it was Ted, that steroids don't do the work for you. So like EPO is table stakes to even like be in the top 20 guys at the Tour de France. Lance Armstrong also had a storied career of um, what's it called when there's three events, uh, triathlons, you know, like marathons, all that kind of stuff. And a biological advantage of a massive heart. Some people think that that heart was partially caused by steroids, but his heart is huge. It's like, you know, 1.8 times the normal human heart or something like that. Like it's massive. So he can pump a lot more blood in and a lot more lactic acid out, you know, more than any other man. So if you think about the fact that all of those guys were on EPO and he ended up winning, like he ended up winning because of his athleticism and dedication. Now, that being said, I've heard a lot of negative opinions about the personality and the guy himself. And then, you know, of course, I don't like that he lied about it, but I do think that He's still a phenomenal athlete, and that was a pretty impressive feat. Oh, I agree 100%. Amazing athlete. Like, I think he should keep the titles. I think they were all juicing and doping. And before, here's the main thing, is that for years in my industry, like, there's very few people, like, right, because rock and, you know, rock radio is one thing, pop radio is one thing, but there's some people that cross over and everybody talks to. Lance Armstrong, from every DJ I ever talked to from the East Coast, West Coast, they were like, that guy is a complete ass. And then when you see and when you see all the stories about him tearing down his teammates careers and this and that, like, I I don't care that much that he doped because I think everybody in cycling dopes. You're right. He still went out there and did that. All the guys in baseball hit those home runs. He was just such an extreme a-hole. <laughs> like I, everybody was happy to see him fall. And then even when he got caught, he kept lying. Yeah, that was that was not a graceful fall. And yeah, what you're saying, I've seen a couple documentaries about him too, and people kind of echo those same sentiments. So I think that's pretty, pretty on brand. And honestly, you're right. That is a little more unforgivable than steroids. Like, don't be insufferable, you know? Yeah, like his heart was super big physically. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Ted, heartless again. Love it. <laughs> well, it's like we said last year at Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, I don't care if you get the vaccine or not. Cole Beasley, a couple other people were up front about it. But he kind of like talked around it and lied about it. Then it was like, oh, you got COVID. You didn't get the vaccine. You got to sit out. And he's like, the woke mob coming for me. I'm like, <laughs> shut up. Uh. <laughs> 
Uh, Ted, dude, I would, yeah, man, I just could watch you do like hot takes all like, I would love if there was something where like you're live streaming and there's just news stories coming in, just immediate hot take, just shut down, like, like 20 of them per like 10 minutes, you know, just gone, oh, gone, I mean, gone. Look, I'll, I got one more for you. I can't, hey, I can't stand uh, the way people use woke. I mean, that was a term that was used exclusively in the black community and this and that. And then white people started saying it annoying white people started saying it and then all of a sudden now it's like a word like all oh, these woke politics i mean like dip dip on stage elon musk was like oh i guess it's the woke crowd in here whatever like first of all like don't use that term like i don't like it when anyway anybody was using it right i mean so it's just weird how like you could take a term like that that was i don't know not really meant for everybody start using it and then turn it against them yeah, that is interesting. I'm going to look up the Urban Dictionary of Woke because I feel like the definition may have changed over time. I mean, you know I mean, well, I'm sure they have, but I mean, you've heard like Redbone, I stay woke. All right, mm. somebody under that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always yeah. thought it, it, it was, well, Cobb has it. I don't know if I want to put my thought, but I'm, it, was, it it had to do with uh yeah police brutality and it injustices yeah. in the the system of like yeah stay woke the cops aren't your friends <laughs> but yeah there's there's at least eight different definitions i'm seeing and uh they're all pretty accurate but yeah it's meant a lot of different things to a lot of groups of people and yeah i think everything you guys said is included and in more that is interesting, Ted. I hadn't really thought about how the word had sort of been weaponized against the very people who were using it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just quoting uh, Childish Gambino with <laughs> with Redbone. I'm like, yeah, that's in the lyrics. Like, but but stay woke. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, all right. And I guess that settles this edition of what grinds my gears. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little graphic of like, you know, your head just smoking out the ears. <laughs> That's awesome. Right. You know, before we stop here, but here's the only here's the other issue is I found out last week. I got to be careful because sometimes you, I'll get anybody will have a hot take, but you don't have all the information and that can be tough. Oh yeah, oh, dude. That's this podcast operates off no information. Yeah. We're like essentially in a vacuum vacuum chamber. Like I barely will pull something up on the internet or whatever. Like ninety eight percent of the time, I've never even heard of the story that you're mentioning to us. Like we just throw stuff out there authoritatively, and like of course, you know, the big critique of me is I always sound so confident when I'm wrong. <laughs> and it's just like dude yeah we do zero research we are by the true definition of the word a wealth of misinformation if you're getting your news here or your opinions like you are in you're doing your research in the wrong library you know now if you want ted to be your horse daddy we can hook you up <laughs> <laughs> all right we're gonna take a break here we'll be back what's up sorry Honestly, I just clicked on my Instagram because somebody sent me a message and then I clicked back to mine and just I didn't, my Instagram knows me well. Just the, the size of the breasts on that woman. So I just went, God damn. <laughs> like if you open up my search thing, it is just dudes with beards cooking food, super hot women, and then like some weightlifting stuff. 
Like that's all they suggest to me now. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Dude, you literally always say the best stuff when we're on break. <laughs> <laughs> like all your best material. That's hella funny. <laughs> I mean, like, God, when I see you uh, next week, I'll show you, like, I'll just open my Instagram and put in the search and you'll be like, yep, that's about what I expect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like giant food too. Like if there's like a giant pizza or something. Right. So that's the thing. All right. Welcome back. You can, Matt, you can leave the part in about Instagram. Okay. So we're talking about my, thanks to our sponsors as always. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys. Really so much. Keeping us alive out here. <laughs> that is ridiculous how quickly I just kind of like nonchalant throw that in. <laughs> uh, we're talking about Instagram and the algorithm, right? So mine just knows what I'm watching, but I watch I watch a competitive eater and her boyfriend. So I think that's why I get a lot of crazy food stuff. And shout out to Cooker of Deliciousness. I haven't made any of his recipes, but I love that dude. And cooking with Daryl. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, the women. Like, I mean, I just followed a girl from Argentina that's blonde hair, massive boobs. Like, I have no, I can hit the translation. I just know she's at the World Cup. I don't <laughs> give a crap what she's actually saying. <laughs> yeah, it's always like a simple quote, you know, like, like let others live or like love is the way. And you're just like, you're just a hot chick on a yacht. Of course, you can say that. I mean, you know. Right. Then I follow a couple like uh, like personal trainers and stuff. So, I mean, that's like, my whole thing. is just like dudes cooking crazy food, hot chicks and somebody teaching you a technique in lifting. That honestly go. sounds so, so unbranded. Matt, <laughs> if there was another you're you know, you spent some time on the gram. If there was another Instagram category for Ted, what would you sneak in there? Like you're trying to dethrone one of his interests on there. Oh, um. I mean, I was thinking if I was curious if he followed any like weather or like cloud photo, like photography, you know, like there's there's not so not on Instagram now on Twitter. Sure. Shout out to Sa- Seattle weather blog, yep. uh, North Bend weather. I don't even live in North Bend. <laughs> like I follow a lot of stuff on Twitter, but Instagram is just for like for me is like I either know you. You're hot. You can cook food, or you can show me how to get fit. <laughs> the man knows what he wants. Who can argue with that? And you don't need to speak English if you're hot. I'm not yeah. saying I'll oh click the translation. But I know, dude. Some of these women in other countries would like they they'll have Dios like, mios. Yeah, Dios mio. <laughs> exactly, dude. Like they will have like you know chupa me. <laughs> they'll have like 3000 followers and you're just like this is the most attractive woman I've ever seen in my life and she's spending all of her time taking photos how is this happening and I feel like that's just a billionaire thirst trap like I feel like the only reason that's out there is like an advertisement it's like if you're a billionaire with a yacht in the Mediterranean slide into my DMs I'm looking right, to make so a life I'm looking to leave Romania in the dust so I also get a lot, and I think it's because like the cooker of deliciousness, he's southern. I want to say cooking with Daryl. I don't know if he's southern. He's in Arizona a lot. But like I follow and I follow a girl named Brandy that cooks in the South. So now I get hot chicks from other countries that are like into sports, but I get a lot of like cowgirls. And you'll click on it, 
And it's like, they have like hundreds of thousands of followers. And I'm like, what is the whole shtick is that she's a cowgirl and she's hot. That's what made you click. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> yes, I'm that is helping. the shtick. That is the shtick, horse man. <laughs> but Ted, that's what I'm saying. You have a very profitable niche right now. <laughs> They're like, I just, dude, literally smash cut to one year from now. And some girl is like, you know, it's like one of those like um, female podcasts. There's three, three chicks. Like, so is his whole shtick that he just where's the horse head while he takes photos of himself and they're like yes it's so hot god he just covers himself in different oils and butters and things and you know different horse heads at different equestrian shows around the country he's got a line of of women who love to ride horses waiting to ride him it's crazy like the man found his niche dude reverse centaur yeah, reverse centaur strikes again oh yeah that's the twitter handle for sure dude. reverse centaur reverse, reverse centaur <laughs> oh god that's awesome yeah in i'll be your first subscriber i love this journey for you ted <laughs> this is how you meet your wife dude straight up it's 2022 we gotta start thinking outside the box okay we gotta the way i dunk on you is gonna be unorthodox <laughs> All right. Well, I didn't even ask you how many emails do we have. <laughs> we got four. All right, let's get to them. <laughs> what do you Gentlemen. have? A sour Patch Kid? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, is that coming through the mic? A little strawberry Sour Patch. No, um, I just saw you chewing, and that's one of my habits. You guys, mm-hmm. if I see somebody with food, or like even on the phone, I'll be like, "What are you munching on?" And they're like, "Oh, sorry, man. Is that annoying?" I'm like, "No, I just care." <laughs> what are what are we up to over there? What are we doing? <laughs> I had a piece of turkey bacon during the break, <laughs> gentlemen. In the many faces of Ted Smith line of action figures, the reverse centaur has to be most prestigious one in all the land. All the land. All the land. I've never been able to look at one of those horse head mat. I'll never be able to look at one of those horse head masks the same way ever again. Carson the lawyer. You're damn right, Carson. It's called the Ted effect. <laughs> Dude, honestly, that I'm with it, man. I mean, I love the idea of a line of Ted Smith action figures, but like that does seem like a really rare catch, like the reverse centaur, like limited edition, only 10 made in North America. They're not even legal in Canada. <laughs> uh, hold on. Wait, or okay. Utah. Gentlemen, let's talk more about Mr. Goodbar. Nah, I'm just joshing y'all. Oh. <laughs> all God the best it, I, in me, all the land. All, all the land. land. Everybody on the podcast or on my show, The Mentroom, we got into a heated argument with like Jason, you know, the voice track VD, and like it turned into a whole thing. And it's like, and then finally I just went, wait a minute. Why don't you guys just listen to my goddamn podcast? Like, I get it. I got people chirping me. And Jason's like, well, no, you could find Mr. Goodbar here and there. And I said, we had an email. I now know you can find Mr. Goodbars. And the email ended with it should be Mr. Throw it in the trash or something. Dude, Wait, you I, guys were talking about it at the office independently of the podcast, unrelated. Well, it came up because I was like, hey, Mike, did you listen to the latest thing of the podcast? And then I started talking about seasonal candies. Hmm. And I said, Mr. Goodbar. And this launched into a whole argument. And after about 10 minutes, I was like, all right, hang on. <laughs> I have been through the weeds on this one on my podcast. <laughs> you guys can spend 45 minutes to an hour and just listen to it. <laughs> yeah, boys, I've done the research. We've earned the hard yards, you know, out there on the cast. Like just <laughs> Mr. Goodbar is doing fine. He's good and plenty. <laughs> 
Also, has anybody else been looking for Mr. Goodbar now when you go to the grocery store? I haven't seen him once. Dude, either yeah. of I, either of I, Matt. Just he's, in that, he's in that goddamn variety pack. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'll I'll step in in Mr. Goodbar's defense. So I did specifically go to Safeway to see if they had Mr. Goodbar's and I was trying to get a symphony bar, which I don't know if you guys have had. It's a thing from Hershey. It's like a little bit more expensive than a Hershey bar, 10 times better. I've talked about it in the cast before, so we don't need to go into it. But symphony bars, completely sold out. Mr. Good Bar, completely in stock, not one missing in the box. And I was like, hmm, okay. So they're still available, but are they utilized? Don't email us. we'll pick this up in 2023 i don't have any more energy this year for it i can't handle that good bar smoke right now boys it's (laughs) not 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 during the holidays you know hey fellas big ups to the greatest podcast in all the land all All the land. land last week you guys brought up matt's infamous date from years ago and his close call with Tina, just wanted to let you know that the correct terminology is transgender or transgendered woman. Uh, In this case in particular, I've also been told that T-girl or T-boy is fine. So I think you're fine there. But I'd try to avoid the term you guys used last week because I've been told in the past that it's rather offensive. Um, Oh, okay. He puts the term here. Wait, that's affected? I'm actually surprised. So I don't know if you guys remember what I said. We don't need to say it again, but... I'm actually surprised because that to me seems like a more, um, you know, medical slash like Oxford dictionary type term. The one I'm reading here. Uh, well, I guess like, I mean, I could say it. Um, wait, so would you guys feel like the term transsexual would be the most offensive? No, I mean, I brought it up because I thought T girl was wrong. Yeah, T girl seems again, like I slang. Am not, I am not sure. Yeah, yeah, neither, neither am I. And, you know, obviously I don't want to offend anyone, but I would, it seems to me like that term, based on the reading of it, seems like the most sort of like clinical specific terminology for it. I mean, I guess I'm not part of that community, so I don't know what's considered offensive, but I'm surprised that that's the one that people would take offense to versus the other ones. Hmm. hmm. Who's it from? Uh, I'll, So anyhow, I just wanted to help clear things up as we get ready to shoot into 2023, a.k.a. the year y'all become the wealth of information, a.k.a. the brand new year of the hustle, a.k.a. you do you boo boo part two electric boogalow. Take care, boys. Mikey Dubs. All right. See. That was a great sign off for an email. Yeah. I just want to interject. I'm going to have to do more research on this one. Mikey Dubs is always good with those. I was like, ah, oh, Christ, we might we might have screwed that one up. Well, I, I got to assume if he emailed us that he knows what he's talking about. Not because like, you know, listeners of the podcast are you know, amazingly brilliant or anything, but because <laughs> I feel like you wouldn't go that far out of your way unless you knew what the hell you were talking about. You know, obviously we don't. Yeah. I will say this. For instance, the, the bar I go to around here. Uh, one of the bartenders, her roommate's friend. Is transitioning. Right. So I was pretty sure about that. So I made a point to be like, because because here's the other thing, like I say it to women. I say I just say guys all the time. Yeah. Right. And like okay. I've dated girls are like, you say guy. I'm like, yeah, I know. I just say guy. Like, yeah, it's like, not call- right. Like it's I'm like not y'all. calling you. Right. So like her roommate is a is a male. But I thought this person was transitioning. So I kept catching myself. So we're all playing darts. And I was like, I don't want to say ah, f- it, guys. I don't care. <laughs> So then I finally I asked her, I go, it 
I should be saying she, correct? She was like, yes. I was like, all right. So like, I, I tried to be aware of it, but if we use the wrong term, that's on us. Well, uh, somewhat. I mean, it also depends on if you're using it in a pejorative sense, in my opinion, like one, you know, I'm not um, positive and, what that means. Well, like using it to like hurt them or using it, you know, weaponize oh. like using it in an inflammatory way. I mean, like, you know, I could both say that you are like a, I don't know, a short man. And I could be saying that as a descriptive term, or I could be saying that to hurt your feelings, right? If you Correct. take it that your feelings were hurt by that. So that's, I think, sort of the, you know, the idea of pejorative, but I thought um, you were talking to me. I feel like, <laughs> boys, we're all tall on this cast. Um, I uh, ease up there, Pitbull. I love Zoom. <laughs> nice. No, yeah, I just, but I've always, my problem with the English language is that most languages have a term for you all. Like Spanish, for instance, it would be ustedes, or that's why, you know, living in Austin, of course, people say y'all. And it's because we lack a part of speech for saying you guys. In Philly, they say use guys, you know? And so, I actually, Ted, agree with you that I think saying guys is not a gendered term in that context, in my opinion, you know, that you could say guys to refer to a group of people. And it's pretty well accepted, you know, in terms of like common parlance. So at least in the Northwest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just a term I use all the time. Right. If there's a group of people, I just like, guys, guys, come on. Right. Chill out, you know. Yeah. Like more aggressive would be if you're like, hey, fellas, you know, like that's okay. That's like, you know, you're calling them males. But yeah, guys, it's like if someone's getting offended by that, I feel like they're looking for a fight personally. Yeah. Right. If there's a group of people and we're trying to go somewhere, I'd be like, hey, guys, let's let's get going. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's this is a bar crawl, not a bar stay. I just every God, when we talk about subjects like this that we don't know anything about, every single line, I'm just like, if that gets clipped, like at some point in the future, like just instantly, whatever career I've built up is gone. Even though like we're not saying anything bad, but if you were to take just a sentence rather than obviously the whole idea and whatever, you know, it's all contextual, boys. Greetings to the greatest podcast. Wait for it in all the land. All the land. All the land. <laughs> That's how he wrote it out. I don't know. Uh, I think you should go a little deeper on thepodcast.com. It is crazy that I don't think I've ever heard of this website, even though I've been a listener since day one, um, <laughs> minus all the podcasts you did before you uploaded them. There's straight up nothing. <laughs> there- <laughs> I just laughing because I know he's right. There is straight <laughs> There is straight up nothing on this website except for a reference to the meetup that I can't even remember what year it was on. I'm going to go out uh, on a lemon and say that it's at, at the absolute earliest December 2019, since there's been a bit of a global situation as well as uh, two of the members just straight up giving up on Washington State. <laughs> <laughs> on that subject, are you guys ever going to meet up in the same location at the same time again? We need to have a live cast, whether you allow civilians or it's just the three of you back chilling again. I'm honestly curious if submitting this email through this website is going to go anywhere. Uh, If it is, then all I have to say is LARP on. Go Hawks and cheers to the greatest podcast. Wait, I already did that. Barton Bellingham, patient zero of the podcast. (laughs) Barton, that's a good email. And it came through. That's a great email. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) Here's the issue, man. We produce content. Dude, after that, it gets a little fuzzy. Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, I built that website in like an hour because we needed something. Oh, if we needed an email submission portal. But yeah, it's a super old school photo of us. I, I could update it if you all want. I mean, I think I could put the old episodes and stuff up on there. That wouldn't take me too long. I have to wait and do it after Christmas, though, because we're busy with popcorn. But he's right. Our website is absurd, boys. I don't know if you've been on there lately. I don't even think I built a mobile version, but it's it's wild. <laughs> I got to come by the shop, by the way. I got to get some popcorn for Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. And also, man. I like how you, you talk about all these clips that could destroy your business. And the reality is, like, I feel like the listeners have been pretty good for Cobb's popcorn. Oh, yeah, for sure. Did it? And, you know, I mean, I feel like we say things that in isolation are inflammatory. But if you know us at all or know the context, I mean, we are all love towards any group of people. So yeah. and we've we said that repeatedly. So, oh, I yeah. think it's the opposite. I think if anybody was going to get on us, it'd be the other side. Like, I don't think it, I don't think any We're of too the, loving. Uh, <laughs> right. Just like these hippies from Seattle originally. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, anything can be taken out of context. I just, I feel like I see it all the time in like Senate hearings and stuff. They're like, in 1992, did you say whatever? It's like, I might have, I don't know. I was smoking a lot of weed and eating a lot of sourdough gummies at that time, you know? I meant sour power gummies. I was, <laughs> I, like, was I was like, like dude, I'm not going to address it. I feel like it'll just slip by the boys. Yeah, sour patch gummies. <laughs> I was like, there's a candy that tastes like sourdough bread and it's chewy. <laughs> and you know, there's I mean, like little candy burgers that they make. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's worse. It's like you thought it would just slip through, or Matt and I are both just frozen. Like, wait a minute, sourdough gummies. Oh, Tell me more. How would yeah, I have not heard about this? <laughs> right actually dude over here i'm i'm i got a uh, brioche gummies yeah <laughs> all on all right well let's check in with what's mad hey, what's good what's mad uh before we get to what's mad hey what's good what's mad check out what's mad hey what's good what's mad uh before we get to what's mad Hey, what's good? What's man? Check out what's back. Well, this weekend, uh, I made some homemade focaccia gummies. <laughs> I mean, those are, let's be honest, those are the top three breads. Really delicious. Yeah. <laughs> we did nail it. Um, yeah. Uh, so this weekend, I'm Friday. I don't, I don't know. We were chilling it was it was a cool weekend uh saturday i went up to tyler and i had plans that night that i'll get to in a minute and then tyler was like let's go up to Idlewild, you know because it's gonna start snowing up there and we don't have chains because we're desert people so it was like all right cool make one last trip up to the little mountain town um till we don't know when um and then yeah, we just uh, did some Christmas shopping, got some soap. We got a soap spot up there, and uh, you know, it was it was great. Um, that was like a last minute. Like, I'm trying to think when she said that. She might have said that at one, and we had somewhere to be at five, like ten minutes away <laughs> from my house, uh, which was we went over to uh, have dinner with Carson, the lawyer, and his lovely girlfriend. Carson made some awesome brisket, uh, and yeah, we had a. How do you cook it? He has a uh, Instapot. The right. yeah, the pressure cooker 
type thing yeah and he he uh yeah nailed it it was it was awesome so we um we had that he um yeah he's been he's been crushing it he's been swimming a bunch down here even in the cold ass morning so you know it was just i don't know i hadn't seen him in person in a while it was a lot of fun to just kind of catch up um i you know it's i think our girlfriends are friends too it you know they're getting there i don't know carson and i have a lot to talk about every time so it's like i i got them to ex- the, the ladies exchange numbers so it's cool i don't know it's uh, it a bonus it, yeah yeah it was just it was a fun night um you know we uh yeah, I think we'll see him again this weekend and exchange cookies if all goes according to plan. So that's pretty nice. exciting. Um, and yeah, it was a good time. Uh, and then so I know Carson's listening. Appreciate the hospitality. And that's a sweet setup you got over there. And uh, yeah, your cat was really cool. Um, yeah, the, the one that was out and more social. Um, not usually a cat guy, but it was a friendly one. It's like, what are you gonna do? This cat wants to be my friend. Like, I'm friendly. I'll take a friendly cat. And uh, yeah, so that was fun. Uh, and then yeah, like sun- potatoes, pretty cool. <laughs> Who? Jesse and Jamie's cat's named Potato. That's gotten, right. Yeah, got a little more used to potato and potatoes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot about little Potato that <laughs> and how Potato got their name. <laughs> <laughs> that's great um yeah so so it was a fun night and then sunday um we just kind of hung out and watched the hawks game which was unfortunate um you know but tyler made some awesome casserole and then um oh friday was the night we set up the christmas tree that's right oh nice so i didn't remember because this year for my gift i didn't help at all i just put on home alone too and just laid on the couch so she could decorate it because that's way more her specialty. And the tree looks great. Like it, it was nice. We weren't in each other's way. And then, uh, yeah, she crushed it. So, yeah, the the holiday season's in full full swing down here. And yeah, cookies are on the way in the next couple of days. Getting pretty excited. I gotta. Uh, I either get real tree or or do the tinsel tree. Okay. Like, I almost don't want to say it on the cast because I want to impress Cobb, but I got a half tree. What? What? Dude, nice. Uh, It arrives Saturday. Oh, arrives. It's getting dropped off. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like half a tree. So it it backs up to the wall. Wait, it's half a tree the long way? Correct style half, bro. What I thought you were talking about, like the top cut off of a tree, and I was like, yeah, I worked at a Christmas tree farm. I kind of get how the half trees work. Well, That's listen, cool, it's, man. it's fake. For Full you. disclosure, it's fake tree, dude. But it's a vertically split half tree that backs to a wall. Yes. That is honestly perfect for your apartment, right? Yeah, that sounds like this is great. I I almost can't believe this thing's real. Dude, I'm more excited now that you told me than I would have been coming in and just seeing it cold. All right. Well, as long as I'm bragging about stuff you guys like. Also, Sunday, uh I'm trying to remember. Anyhow, I Sunday was like a thing. Like we were gonna go over to Sean's, we're gonna watch some football, right? But uh Sean had a friend in town. We or Matt, you remember Tanch? Yep. So Tanch was in town. Awesome. I was uh entertaining a uh just say i was entertaining saturday night so 
Dad, you make it sound worse, dude. Do I? Every time. Yeah. You're like, try to make it smooth. It's like, God, dude. I'm like, now I can only imagine what kind of crazy, you know, eyes wide shut sex party you're having at your house. Like, I was, I was not. Inter- I was not. It was entertaining, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Jesus, too easy. I should have just felt like I was having drinks with a chick. So yeah. the point is, is that, like, I wasn't out with the boys. So, like, Saturday, like, I know, like, I, I knew how the weekend was going to go. So, Sunday, I'm fired up, right? So I told Mike Hawk, I said, you and your girl, I said, you meet me in my house at 10 a.m. I'll be bright-eyed, bushy-tail, ready to go. We'll start watching Red Zone. He's like, he calls me on the way. He goes, we're going to stop for breakfast. I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm bored watching. Like, I'm by myself. Red Zone's about to start. Come by the house. Fire up six eggs, scrambled, pound of turkey bacon, tater tots, because it's what I had for a potato option, Old Bay hot sauce, boom. We watch a couple hours, red zone. We got a nice little breakfast base, a couple drinks. Go to Costco, pinwheels, Whoa. big old bag of chips. Get it. <laughs> right. Thing of small chocolate chip cookies. You know like, what it head- is. Oh, man. Get to the house. I mean, it's just an easy setup. And I swear to God, I have pinwheels from every store I go to. Those Costco ones are easily the best. They're so much better, dude. Possibly the biggest. I mean, you got me on not having a car. Possibly the biggest downside of not having a vehicle. No Costco access. Correct. Gosh, <laughs> you're just living like a king, man. Oh, those pin. And I was like, this is such a hit, right? Because I was like, Sean, look, you're hosting. Don't do anything. We'll be there by 1230-ish, 1 o'clock for kickoff. Nice. Yeah. Nailed yeah. it. God, that's good. And Ted, I did want to ask you, Matt was talking about his weekend. I did want to ask your opinion on this. What are the odds Carson ends up representing Matt at some point or one of us at some point (laughs) in a legal capacity? Like that feels like it's coming. (laughs) Honestly, Matt, you should give him my cell phone number. (laughs) Yeah, Give him mine too. (laughs) I mean, he already knows where I live and sends us very nice gifts. Oh, God. He'll be our California representative. How about that? Yeah, yeah. I don't think the mayor, I don't think the mayor could practice in California. No, mayor's got us in Oregon, Washington, and Nevada. So like we get California, and like that's basically everywhere I go. I need a Texas guy, and we're good. <laughs> and if you're an attorney in Utah, holler at your boy. Just kidding. Actually, if you're in Utah, I already got you covered, man. The advocates, their first office was in Utah. There we go. See, so I got one state to go, and that's Texas, which should be easy enough. I just need a gunslinger. Texas law guns. (laughs) I think it's about that time. (laughs) Cobb topic. Cobb topic. Okay. So we were talking about at the beginning of the cast, Elon Musk. He has, you know, a controversial figure, but obviously he has had some major impacts across uh, technology and some would argue the advancement of the human race, but if nothing else, he's made some major technological leaps forward, whether you're talking about the boring company, um, the, uh, Oh my God, why can I not think the, uh, the AI where they're hooking it to your brain, uh, Neuralink, Neuralink. Thank you. Uh, Tesla, SpaceX, blah, 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 blah. Doesn't matter. What I wanted to ask you guys and people listening at home is what's something that was supposed to be the next big thing but absolutely flopped. 
you hear about it all the time, but what's something that was supposed to be the next big thing, but absolutely flopped? Feel free to email us, literally the word email at thepodcast.com or go to thepodcast.com. See a hilariously <laughs> bad website. There's two E's on the, maybe I'll try to brush it up in January if you're listening to this later. I don't know, but right now it's December, 2022. So what's something that was supposed to be the next big thing, but absolutely flopped? Boys? Uh, I'm looking up something because I can't remember okay. the name of the go, service. Go for it, Matt. While he's um, working. Well, first, I mean, there was a time where I was thinking Y2K was going to be a fun one. Like, that was the first thing that popped into my mind. Um, oh, yeah. That was like supposed to be like end of days. Yeah, or at least for a while, like it was at least going to like up for a a few months there. And we were going to, you know, have some interesting uh, times. And yeah, nothing came of it. Yeah, and I remember people's like main point. They're like, everything runs on computers, man. Everything. Yeah. But it only uses two digits. Nobody thought about it. Now <laughs> it's six years later and it's 2000. Somehow it's like, still dude, all that stuff everything. was made like in the 90s, basically. Yeah. That was crazy, man. But we it's were kind like of a Michael hype. Bay movie or something. Like, <laughs> that was a I massive remember, one. I remember being like shocked when the lights stayed on after midnight. Yeah. Like looking out over the city. I remember being like, wow, still here. Dude, I was. I had just graduated high school the spring before and I'm working at town hall liquor store in uh, college park. So we were, we, we always had crazy hours, right? We stayed open to like one every night. So New Year's Eve, we stayed open, I think to 11 or like 1130. Then like my cousin, Tom and some other dudes, like I kind of knew they're all going to this party, right? Cause everybody's just graduated high school. So yada, yada, yada. I have directions, right? This is, I don't think I have a cell phone yet. MapQuest? It might have been MapQuest. Like, I can't remember. I just remember I'm listening to the radio and I'm lost, right? And I can't figure it out. But they're like counting down to the New Year's. And I remember I parked my car like off the main road and I was just sitting there like, ah, what's going to happen? And then nothing happened. I ended up finding the party. It was a blast. <laughs> uh, Cobb, That's what awesome. I was thinking about was Quibi. Oh, my God, dude. They put billions, billions, billions of dollars into billions. Quibi. Uh, what, what, yeah. What? So Quibi was essentially supposed to be a competitor to YouTube. Was that right? Or Netflix, because it was a streaming service. Yeah, it was a streaming service, and they thought they were going to make all this original content. It was a bunch of ex- executives who had just totally that's what i mean when we were talking earlier about people who are like detached from reality it's like they just you know they were stuck in their own echo chamber and like hyped themselves up with celebrities who were paid around them and yeah i think it was i want to say it was 4.8 billion dollars spent for a service that was around for two months it was something obscene yeah and it was like every like i i mean i got people talking to me about it like you got to start paying attention to this this and that but also you couldn't find anything out about the shows like they they got Reno 911 back together and had a whole series of these 15 minute shows. But like they wouldn't put a clip. You couldn't put a clip on Twitter. You couldn't use it on social media. So nobody had any idea what was going on. It launched oh. in April 2020 and was shut down by December of 2020. <laughs> but I mean, God. that's why Quibi, I bring that one up all the time. Like, because I mean, all those people in those echo chambers like, can't miss. Even in my industry, oh, this one's going to be mass. Have you heard about this? 
It's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's musically or whatever. Yeah, there's so many, but yeah, and there is some legislation now. It sounds like they might actually ban bite dance. So we'll see. Maybe talk tick will have its time to shine as the TikTok replacement. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, it's, uh, they're, they're talking about banning TikTok or bite dance, the company that owns TikTok. So All right, I didn't know what bite dance was. Yeah, yeah, they TikTok. own TikTok. So that's what I'm saying. Might could get interesting, boys. So if you're looking to build an app in the next two weeks, better get it out quick. <laughs> All right. So this will be the last podcast for the year. As always, uh, you know, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year's. Uh, have some fun. I will say this. If you're like myself and you enjoy a holiday party, just take an Uber. Make sure somebody's the DD. It's the holidays. Like you'd hate to see anybody get hurt. Boys, since it is the holidays, I just as a, I wouldn't call it a holiday tradition, but in the idea of festivities and stuff around the holidays, what would you guys mind if we just all said one thing we're grateful for from the year? Is that too soft for this cast? No, just a long year. It was a long year, boys. Damn. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people had a long year. Yeah. And it felt like this was going to be like a breakout year after the uh, pandemic. Like this one was longer. I mean, yeah. It sounds sad if I'm just like, I'm grateful I made it through and everybody, you know, there was some, I mean, obviously there was losses, right? My father, Osiris, but like, you know, got to spend more time with Chris. That's, you know what? That's what I'd say. Through all that bad stuff with, you know, with my dad and stuff, I, I think it brought Chris and I even closer, my brother. Yeah, that is a real silver lining to something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think it's bad to say. I mean, I think that's the reality is people were expecting the pandemic to just end like that there was going to be a day, you know what I mean? Like victory over Europe day. And we were just kind of like come storming out of quarantine. And it was such a muted, uh, delayed release back into the wild that it sort of you know, it never felt like there wasn't like a moment when everyone celebrated and they're like, okay, this hurdle is behind us. They're like, Hey, this thing could stick around, blah, blah, blah. blah. And it kind of drug on, you know, Matt. Um, I'm grateful for my health and the health of those around me. Uh, you know, that's a, that's a slippery slope that, you know, could be a little bit more fleeting than we'd like to realize. And, uh, you know, yeah. The day I turned 36, I saw a totaled Ferrari uh, on one of the streets here. And I was, it was like freshly totaled. And I was just like, whoa, dude, that is wild to think about, you know. But uh, just seeing that, making it through another year was just like, damn, you know, like whatever I thought, you know, making it by a certain age was you know it, it really is really relative and you know you could be cruising in a ferrari one minute and then you know glad that you're still walking the next and also it yep. seeing it up close like that it did look like an insurance nightmare like probably a little stressed about that stuff but it was like this wild ass like perspective of like you know, yeah, I think lifting and and staying strong is fun and important and stuff. But like just the basic, you know, health abilities that, you know, we maintain our basic functions in other years is, you know, pretty big victory in my book. Nice. Oh, yeah. I couldn't agree more. For me, I would say um, 
broadly speaking, it's just relationships, you know, other humans, I think make life a lot more interesting, a lot more fun, creatively inspiring. And of course, you know, the love you get to both put into and take out of those relationships, whether they're romantic or friendship or, you know, even work, work relationships and just, I don't know, just having people around, even the casual chats you have with your, you know, corner store, your Mark guy, it's like, you know, just all those little things add up and, you know, no man is an island. So I personally, I miss that a lot during the pandemic. I feel like my social skills suffered a ton and getting to build that back a little bit this year was fun. And I felt like, you know, some of my first, it was like a, a, a deer on ice, you know, it's like almost a little uneasy to walk, even though I was so used to socializing before, like three years, two years out of the game, it really changed people both on their side and, and me. And so I'm just grateful for relationships and to be building some of those back. Yeah, for sure. I'd also be remiss if I didn't say my highlights of the year were summer meltdown in Germany. Yeah, summer meltdown this year was awesome. Oh man, so good. I, I haven't. I, it's so funny as a lot of people were not fans. Like I don't know, like Cobb, I don't know that me and you together have thrived like that in years at that <laughs> festival, dude. I was I, so much dominated fun. that river. <laughs> Oh my god. And you know yeah, what dude. else, Matt? You know what else? <laughs> nobody, and I mean nobody got scurvy. <laughs> Another success. Another thing to be grateful for. <laughs> nobody got scurvy this year. <laughs> oh yeah. Happy holidays, boys. Yeah, man. We Merry Christmas. It. Happy New Year's. Uh go Terps. They got a bowl game in there. Yeah. So we'll see you what go, happens there. You dub too versus Texas. <laughs> All right, for MCTP, for Kyle, I'm the Ted Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers.